And I'm Arlene Bynum here for Alex Pearson. And here we go. Counterpoint brought to you by Pizzaville. Go to pizzaville.ca or call 416-736-3636. And here we are back together again. Lovely to see John Mraz, former Liberal War Room director. John. Hello, hello. Nice to see you. Bill Hutchinson, former broadcaster, longtime journalist, of course, professor at Seneca. Bill, nice to see you. Good to see you. I, we just weren't going to leave this story, so I'll ask you, I'll start with you, Bill. And being a, a former journalist, what do you make of this story? And now the RCMP have finally said they've caught these suspected killers. You know what? I saw some people tweeting about it saying, oh, good, good riddance. And mm-hmm. I just, it, it's a story that makes me sad, really. Yeah. Um, it's, it's three innocent people that lost their lives and two young men who threw their lives away. And I, I suspect that what we'll find is they made a suicide pact. That that's how it all ended. And, you and know, it's funny. I had an expert, inevitable. a world-class expert started us on the beginning. He said the bodies found so close together, you may be right. That would be my, my suspicion from that. Um, I know the the RCMP found a boat that uh, was damaged, yeah. and they found their their belongings near the Nelson River, and they may very well have perished because of hypothermia, even though it's it's warm mm-hmm. out if you're in a cold river, mm-hmm. or because uh, it takes a long time to starve to death. So I'm, my sus- my suspicion is they got to the end and said, you know what, we're not going to be taken alive, and we're going to be you know we're going to go out. It's just yeah, so yeah, sad, it, it young, sad. young, it's young sad. man, yeah. John Mraz. What do you think about this? I think that uh, there's a story that still needs to be told here. I think there's some clues. Uh, when I first saw the photographs of those two young men, um, I noticed one of them had beautifully carved eyebrows uh, and the other one uh, perfectly groomed, etc. And then I read some of the subtext and some of the comments from the people in that town. And if I suspect it, I'm not going to say it because I don't know what I suspect to be true. Then they led very tough lives growing up in Port Alberni as outsiders, as a couple possibly. Uh, and unfortunately, this is not Thelma Louise. Uh, this is not, uh, you know, no one perpetrated uh, that violence on them. And there are three innocent victims. So I don't want to romanticize it. But there is a story here that I hope is told, if only as a cautionary tale to other folks who might be having a tough time in small towns somewhere. Wow. Everybody has their theory. Everybody reads into this, don't they? I don't know that anybody's going to learn from, from this tale, though. Even if it's well told, I don't know that it's going to change the lives of anybody who is feeling out, as an outsider, who's, who's desperate in that But regard. look at how many outsiders. This is happening in the United States. I mean, we're dealing with a lot of outsiders these days, aren't yeah, that's we? that's right. That's right. And what causes it? Well, who knows? Let's go to politics. Where is everyone an outsider or are they insiders? I was going to make a little tie-in there. Uh, we're getting ready. You know, one of the things I find fascinating, and I'll throw it to you, is that, um, you know, we're all enjoying August and summer. We have an election campaign coming. They're busy, busy, busy as bees getting ready for this. I've been kind of glued to the John Iveson book. I haven't read it yet, but we're learning a little bit more about our prime minister here, Justin Trudeau. Here's something that really stuck with me that came out of the book. That apparently in his reporting, uh, many say, as the president of the United States says, <laughs> Justin Trudeau's vision offers no dispensation for those who disagree. Those people are dismissed as uninformed, irresponsible, or motivated by unworthy purposes. I don't know. Bill, what do you make of that? I mean, to me, that is off-brand, isn't it? No. No, I think that uh, Justin Trudeau believes he's right. 
He has mm-hmm. his father's arrogance, mm-hmm. uh, and I don't think he has his father's intellect to go with it. Uh, I think that uh, he's shown that he has no time for anybody who doesn't agree with him. He did that with uh, the liberal uh, liberal candidates mm-hmm. in the last election when he said, yeah. if you don't agree with me on abortion, you are not allowed to run for this party right. because I believe this. And it's right because I believe it. Uh, and, and I think uh, he's, he's shown that all the way along, that if you don't agree with him, you know, he may be all smiles and charming when he's out in the public. No, but off if with somebody, your head. If somebody disagrees with him, look at uh, what happened to Jody Wilson-Raybould. Jane you Philbin. Know, squeezed out of, the, out, out of the caucus. Uh, I think it's just, I think that's exactly his brand. I think he's arrogant, uh, and I think that he believes he's always right. But not the band. What I mean is what he's trying to sell himself as is well, he's trying to sell inclusive. It, but I think, I think and, he's shown, I think he's shown yeah. his true colors time and time again to, to the electorate. Some people will not see it because they they simply adore him and and they will stick with that. Uh, I I saw someone uh, again today on on Twitter talking about how he has managed to be positive and he hasn't resorted to name calling, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And you just look back through the history and say, no, it's not true. Wait a second. He he calls, you know, uh, conservatives ambulance chasers. He he and his people have branded Canadians as Neanderthals and, and. uh, Nazis and homophobes and Islamophobes and everything under the, under the book. He is not what he is trying to project. He has shown his true colors t- time and time yeah, again. When I saw that sentence, I thought of a lot of those things that you're talking about, and you've kind of you've done a great job of pulling it together. John, what do you make of? You're a former liberal warmer war room person. <laughs> you know, does that hit you? Does that hit you? There? I, was, I was thinking about this as a war room guy. If I was, uh, and I know Justin's war room guy, and I happen to like him. He's one of the few guys that I like in that crew. Uh, mm-hmm. Worked with me on some projects uh, in the past. Brian Clout, he's uh, extraordinary. I see. Would I do this? Would I give it any oxygen? It's August. I don't think people are paying any attention. Mm-hmm. I think they'll make their decisions on who, uh, for whom to vote. And this is my experience, and it's tried and true. Sometime around Labor Day, they'll make a decision. They'll take a look at the the two options. There really aren't a third or fourth option by any numbers at this point. When I heard that sentence, including the word dispensation, mm-hmm. I had trouble imagining Justin Trudeau uh, saying the word dispensation, let alone understanding it. But I can imagine his two senior advisors who are really writing his script. Mm-hmm. When I think of Justin Trudeau and his arrogance, I think of that little clip that we saw at a fundraiser in Quebec where he said to you a beautiful young woman, he said, don't you know I was born to do this job. And I think he mm-hmm. genuinely believes he inherited divine right of kings. The divine right mm-hmm. of kings or the genetic malfeasance, I would say in this in this <laughs> particular case, to carry the sword. And I'm not interested in Camelot in Canada. Uh, and I, as many people know, uh, quit the Liberal Party over his ascension because I was trying to uh, promote uh, someone else, somebody I believed of intellectual merit and experience. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You've said Bad it. me. But, and if uh, you had succeeded, I might actually consider voting for Liberals. No kidding. But, but I did didn't succeed. We didn't succeed. And so whenever I see things like this, and, and John Iverson's book, I haven't read it, but I, I keep on reading excerpts all day and watch people comment on it. It, it seems to me that he, he's not just talking about Trudeau. He's talking about a group think. Uh, many yeah. old war horses in the Liberal Party would like to be helping the Liberal Party right now. I know them. We still occasionally mm-hmm. meet for a pop downtown. But in they're Toronto. not welcome They're here. locked out. Yeah. Uh, their views are not welcome. And it is not by Justin himself. It is by his inner sanctum sanctorum who believe themselves 
to be faultless. And maybe Justin has come to believe the same thing. Because I knew Justin 10 or 12 years ago when he was just a party boy on the West Coast. and quite liked him at the time. As long as he just stuck to like snowboarding and smoking dope, it would have been fine. But uh, He still does those. <laughs> anyway, I believe, I I allegedly. Believe, I believe the last joint he smoked was with a variety of people in Montreal, according to him, a few years ago. Sorry, if I'm At a pool. Wasn't at a pool. it a pool? At a pool party. Anyway, point being... Uh, you start to believe what people tell you you are, and it looks to me like he believes that he is the second coming. Well, he is the second coming. Maybe he'll be the second going. Ah, did you plan that, or that just came to you? Oh, occasionally I'm nice. bright. Occasionally I'm bright. That was nice. That was nice. All right. Okay. Now, considering what we're talking about, and I think you raised a really good point here. You know, we're hearing, oh, you know, we want to keep it all positive, and come on, I, things are getting nasty, and a lot of it is coming from the liberals. Let me ask you: It has been a wild week and a half. We have watched. We have watched the United States debate if the words of a president inflamed people who may be inclined to violence. And whatever you feel, that debate is happening in the United States. People are raising that question. It, it, something feels like this happened. Is Does this put, if, if the liberals are planning on laying that on the conservatives, does it put them in a bit of a, a buy now in tone? The liberals will use whatever they can. To, to defeat the conservatives. They will compare Andrew Scheer uh, to Doug Ford or to Donald Trump or to Stephen Harper, whatever they think has traction. So they will use that. If they think that, that comparing him to Trump and, or, and what's going on in the States will help them at the, at the ballot box, that's exactly what they will do. They think they've got more traction in Ontario comparing him to Doug Ford. That's what they're doing here. They are the politics of division. They have exercised it. They they practice it on a daily basis, and, and that's their that's their... Uh, their strategy for going into the election. All right. John, what do you say? Is this going to get ugly or is there a feeling right now going ugly may have some other consequences? If um, uh, Traditionally, if you don't want people to vote, you go ugly. If you think a diminished voter return will help you uh, make it past the mark, uh, you go ugly because... When people hear the ugliness, they tend to become dispirited, disillusioned, or disaffected, or just they loathe politics and all things around it. Both parties are playing it pretty ugly right now. But it's the middle of summer. As I say, nobody's paying attention. Um, uh, no one, I, I assure you. Other, I mean, I, I like to think Why some Why are we talking people, about this? Though? Well, that's a good question. I, I like to think some people are paying attention, but most people are trying to spend some time with their kids I at the cottage and get a, get their feet up mm-hmm. a few days. Uh, I believe that Justin Trudeau will win the next election, probably with a minority, on the basis Just that like both father. parties are lacking vision, a solid leader, and people will vote for the devil they know and, the, and not the devil they don't. All right, I, I don't think the Liberals will go negative against the NDP or the Green Party, though. They will only go negative against the Conservatives. That's part of it. Yeah. And you got it. They got that plan. Who knows? Maybe the tone, um, maybe they'll get a lot of pushback. John Mraz, former Liberal War Room director, Bill Hutchinson, former broadcaster and longtime journalist professor at Seneca. I'm going to introduce the whole... The whole thing all over again. Great to have you. Let's uh, let's talk about something. We want to do a little bit of blast from the past, and you can understand it. Everybody's story is becoming a TV drama, and here we go. Monica Lewinsky is going to work on an American crime story that's going to dramatize, that gives them a lot of leeway, Clinton's impeachment. Had to be done. OJ happened. I think it's going to be hit, Bill. What do you say? 
Oh, I'm sure it will be. Um, it's still a subject that a lot of people are interested in. I I was riveted by the six-part documentary that uh, came out on A&E last year about Clinton and, and the mm-hmm. whole Monica Lewinsky affair, as well as all the other affairs and, and uh, allegations against Clinton. So um, I'm sure I'll watch it. I, I found the OJ versus the people uh, an interesting uh, series, although I thought, uh, I can't remember the name of the actor, Cuba Gooding Jr. was miscast as OJ. But, I agree. So hopefully they'll do a better totally job agree. casting uh, in this case. Totally but agree. I think it's a subject that will be interesting. I don't know that it will have, I guess it's going to come out just before the U.S. election. I don't mm-hmm. think it'll have any impact on the election because there's no Clinton on the ballot, uh, and I don't think it, it will affect one way or the other Democrats or Republicans. It is a story, though, that could affect and maybe give Monica Lewinsky. I, I You know, I covered that story. I have to tell you, in my life as a journalist, the day the blue dress was found... I, I didn't know that what's happening now was going to be happening. <laughs> then it was the most incredible story. They had it dressed and it had presidential semen on it. So here we are. John, is this, uh, of course, this is going to get uh, absolutely sucked up by all those, but it might be seen in a different light. What do you think? I agree. I, I, we've got a president who is accused by, uh, I think it's up to 16 women of either sexual assaults or. 20. Uh, well, so we're, we're 20, we're reaching Cosby-like numbers here, uh, of rape in some cases. Now I understand Bill Clinton uh, also. Juanita Broderick. Well, yes, there wasn't just mm. one, but there were lots of allegations even before he was president. Uh, there are some echoes here, and so, yes, it might be time. I find this, uh, focusing on Monica Lewinsky, problematic, though, insofar as uh, I wasn't covering the story. I was a foreign correspondent at the time, but I was watching it and and I was working for one of the big syndicates, so I was getting the bleeds on a daily basis. To this moment, I am not at all convinced that Bill Clinton or Monica Lewinsky committed a crime of any sort. He didn't leak information to her. She didn't sue her information. There was some consensual uh, uh, extramarital sexual activity. Lied to the American people. And then what the the crime was, if there was a crime, was he lied to the American people by parsing language. and, And so there was the impeachment, which led, of course, to... Him staying out, but but sort of living in infamy. There, having said that, he still commands quite a price for a speech. Just I was say, not anymore. In a much more upscale neighborhood than not infamy. Not anymore. You know, when you said lying to the American people, look where we are now. Absolutely, yeah, that's right. Absolutely. Now, that having been said, I, I, I'm sure you go back through the history of American presidents and find examples of them lying to the American. But this people. looks kind of sweet compared to where we are now, Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> oh, I, and at the time, yes. I yes. thought it was important. Pretty because much everything that Trump says, you you have to fact check. Uh, yeah. So yeah, there is that. Yeah, it's crazy just I, to look I, at it. It's I was very cynical about it because I remember when she started selling handbags yeah, after she did. Uh, after a while, and now I, I sort of thought maybe maybe Monica's looking for uh, you know it must be tough to find a job as Monica Lewinsky. I'm it sympathetic to tough. that, and I noticed she's fair. a consulting producer on this, and so there's a paycheck there, and she has to live with the infamy. Having said that, she was a consensual partner in sexual mm-hmm. shenanigans. Wait a second. With wait a second. President. She was an intern. He was. 27 yeah. years older than her. He was the mm-hmm. president of the United States. In there the is Oval a definite Office. power imbalance, and that's what the Me Too movement was all about. You the just, power you just described all of Eastern Europe and all of Eastern European relations. Be that as may, Bill Clinton is still revered by a lot of people for, for his presidency, and yet there's this huge stain on it. And pardon the pun. No, but it works. It was a good pun. There you go. Good for you, it Bill. You're sharp one. tonight. Men don't recycle because they don't want people thinking they're gay. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, I, I John. Also thought, Do you recycle? 
Yes, I do recycle. I do. I do recycle, and I and I always Mostly thought jokes. in the case of the dress, what a waste! What a waste of. I won't finish that sentence anyway. So uh, yes, I recycle. I, I I saw this. I actually saw this article before uh, you guys sent it to me today. Mm-hmm. Um, that it is considered a fet or fade to recycle. I have a different theory. Men are lazy and don't want to separate the garbage. We're lazy. We're Busted. not straight uh, gay. Doesn't matter. So gay to do yeah. that. I mean, what do you mean gay to do that? Who says that anymore anyway? Right? I'm so, so cisgendered, I can't separate the organics from the, you know, what <laughs> are we talking about here? All right, so it's very effect to, so yes, I guess I'm fluid because I believe that I'd like to leave the planet in better shape for my son than it is right now. And now I find out that my team once again are letting me down because they <laughs> think that this has something to do with Broadway musicals. Real, real men drive big trucks that guzzle gas and burn lots of fuel and they... They go out there and ruin the environment. Truck stops are you to saying be a very that people who like environment? Are you saying that people like Broadway musicals are gay? I'm saying that most <laughs> of my gay friends <laughs> enjoy Broadway musicals, yeah. as do I. There you go. Which is to say that we've come Meaning, a long way. We have come. Right, way. and that stereotyping like this is not helpful. Thank you. Yeah, for this study. The point this on this study was just a laugh when I read it. I thought yeah. I, I just I burst out laughing. We to need do to this. laugh though. We do. I mean, really, you don't recycle because you think it's gay. Really, first no, of all, that, that you know suggests Look, the homophobia, but and, also you know. And you know what? It suggests that all women want to recycle. Yeah. In my house, <laughs> I'm the one who's saying you're not putting stuff in the recycle. Why are you putting stuff in the recycle? So there you go. It's not. It's not just men who forget how to recycle. Thank you both. You have a lovely Our pleasure. It was uh, a blast as usual. John Moraz, former Liberal War Room Director. Bill Hutchinson, former broadcaster, longtime journalist, professor at Seneca.